You're listening to The Comedy Cellar, live from the table, on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Okay, this is Live from the Table, the official podcast of New York's world-famous Comedy Cellar, coming at you on Sirius XM 99, Raw Dog, and also on podcast on the uh, Ridecast Network. This is Dan Natterman here with Noam Dorman, owner of the Comedy Cellar, Perry Alashin Brand, the producer of Live from the Table. COVID survivor, COVID survivor, Perry Alashin Brand. Allegedly, but uh, certainly possible. With us is <laughs> Lindsay Jennings. She is a comedian. She is a burlesque dancer. She has an OnlyFans page uh, for for um, erotic content as well. <laughs> and Mark Norman is here, comedy scholar, regular. Um, hey, hey. He's coming to us from outside because his girlfriend won't let him back in the house or something. I don't know what's going on. It's, it's a little <laughs> tense. I'll just say that. It's- Mark is, in there. Mark is wearing a mask, but he's taking it off. You have a girlfriend? Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I got, I, I got a plus-size lady living in my house and eating my food. <laughs> I got 7th Avenue. Oh, yeah, she, yes, she's near the color. Um, well, Mark, I know, does well with the ladies. I'm glad to see that he's found the, the right one. <laughs> Given up his life of debauchery to something more meaningful, more rich, and we certainly applaud that. Yeah, those are the days. So, Noam, I don't know what you want to start off with. Uh, usually, we do a little rundown about how everybody's doing in quarantine. I don't know if you want to do that, or I'm 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 doing bad, Dan. I'm doing real bad. <laughs> well, it looks like it looks like we won't be open. Could be a year. Well, who, wow! Wow! Who said uh. that? Uh, I say that because um, the the uh, it looks like a, a a a comedy club might be one of the worst uh, the, le- the least the least good places to go. What is that? Is that what, what's that? Uh, That's they're all cheering. Mark is outside, and everybody's oh. cheering for the uh, the. I'm sorry. Doctors, the doctors and so it's, on. it's over. It's, it's, oh. it's ending okay, now. Sorry, that's great. It's nice to. Um, we should have a moment for them too here. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Woo! Yeah. But no, there's All no right. new information. This is just you. Um, yeah, yeah. That, it, there is. There's kind of like this creeping uh, conclusion that that densely populated. Uh, you know, not greatly ventilated spaces are not good. And it was kind of what I said to that dude. I don't that know that that's news, though. Well, yeah, phase five. It seems like you're going to have to open at like 50% capacity or something. But of course, like the places that are taking it seriously are the places that stand up matters the most, like in LA and New York. So Florida's doing shows already, probably. And Texas. Well, I do have an idea. All which right. Is that we do have underutilized spaces. Like we have the olive tree uh-huh. and we have, and we have the fat like pussycat, the main, the main room of the fat like pussycat. Uh-huh. I suppose that we could 
put half capacity comedy shows in the Olive Tree, half capacity shows in the Comedy Cellar, and half capacity half capacity show in the Underground, and half capacity show in the in the Fab Life Pussycat, and get pretty close to, I mean, three almost three quarters of the way towards a full capacity legal occupancy, and then we'd have to figure out, you know, um, how how little to pay the comedians, you know. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not is bad. Your, yeah, is the it, Vegas location open? Um, Lindsay, did you come here? Did you come here to be a downer and ask and ask difficult questions? <laughs> 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 I, I don't know if you okay. Wait, I mean, I'm gonna look this up for you guys while you guys are talking about something. But MGM um, Casino is an article about uh, um, precautions to reopen, and it seems so preposterous. I just can't believe this is it. Okay, this is what they were gonna do. Uh, they're going to have six foot distancing between the tables at restaurants and people on the casino floor. Six feet between people gambling, plexiglass barriers or eye protection for all employees. Restaurant. I mean, there's just, there's just no way. They don't it's know. They don't, happen. they don't know what they're going to do for the shows. There's going to be no more, uh, um, no more buffets. Oh no. Hand washing, <laughs> hand washing all over the casino floor. Oh, I mean, <laughs> the waitresses are going to be carrying like bowls of water and soap. I mean, why would anybody go to Vegas? Like, it's like, it's like you, like, oh, it's just going to, it's just going to be like total gamble, gambling hall. What do you call, uh, what do you call people addicted to gambling? Gambling, gambleholics, gambling addicts. All the total compulsive also gamblers. Gambling. I mean, you go, to, you go to Vegas to see a show and have fun. You're not going to go in, in this. I think yeah. Vegas, the answer, Lindsay, is I think, I think Comedy Cellar Vegas is 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 on a respirator how do you get a happy um, ending with no touching you know well, it's, it's sin city for christ's sake i can't wash my hands <laughs> no one tends to be a doomsayer a cassandra if you will I am not i think you do but not that you're wrong that this isn't a difficult situation but i'm still optimistic that things will come back and that the cellar vegas will rise again i'm not a Cassandra, whatever. I'm, you're a Pollyanna. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the right one? Well, that's the opposite of a Cassandra, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I imagine now, Lindsay, your business, which you have various businesses, including <laughs> live performing, but not limited to live performing, you also have um, videos, and I imagine that business is booming right now. I'm fucking killing it right now. I'm making so much money. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I'm chilling, man. I'm making because I just like have been putting more effort into that stuff too. Because normally I'd be out all the time doing stand up, or I was supposed to be on tour in Canada with the Suicide Girls for uh, all of last month. Obviously, that didn't happen. Um, now we're set to tour for all of next year, which I'm like is very ambitious of them to like. Well, we had tour scheduled, but they moved our Canada tour. To next year and i'm like that just seems unrealistic because who knows if we're even gonna be open but yeah so i was like i need to make the same money i would have made on tour like at home and then I, that was my goal last month and i made it so now i'm wow up in the tell everybody what you do because not everybody necessarily saw the last time you were on tell everybody what you do well i think it's funny that dan said I do, i'm a burlesque dancer because i haven't done that in years i started with suicide girls dancing but um I actually tour manage for them now, but I'm also the opener. So I open with a half hour stand up, and then we have a burlesque tour. We do like an hour and a half of the girls dancing and stuff. Um, Suicide Girls is 
a company of naked models, if you haven't heard of them, and we do a burlesque tour all over the world. It's pretty cool. It's like the only professional dancing tour ever without a mu nice. musical artist. Yeah. Um, but how do you make question? money now? How do you make money now? Um, I actually, I haven't even gotten into camming yet, which I'm about what? to because I'm, well, it's like basically the same thing. I'm trying to get into the, I was looking up how much money the top 1% makes today. <laughs> and uh, I can make it into the top 10% by the end of this year at the rate I'm going. So that's wow. the goal. <laughs> See, creepy guys. Creepy guys are necessary. We're trying to wipe them out. We you, need do them. Have an, you do have an OnlyFans page. Yeah, honestly, I'm like, I'm like free the nipple, but also don't free the nipple because I'm making a lot of money off of it not being free. <laughs> um, now, are you yeah. doing this all in your childhood bedroom? Yes, and this is... <laughs> <laughs> I well, love the actually, idea of you in a race car bed just going to town <laughs> with some businessman in China. <laughs> my, par my parents redid it for me, so now it's my adult bedroom in my childhood house. <laughs> um, <laughs> my dad is like across, like on the opposite wall right now, so I'm trying not to say oh. anything too incriminated, but they they know basically what I do, but not really. Like he just knows that I sell like hot pictures online. He doesn't know like exactly what I do. Um, wow. We think he. We think he might have coronavirus. He's sick. He's an essential worker. He drives an oil truck. Um, so he's home right now, sick. But he got tested. He did not test positive. But my mom is convinced he has it. So they're sleeping in separate bedrooms. Unless that's just her excuse. I don't know. But... Uh, <laughs> that's pretty genius. <laughs> so but, um, do you have it? Do you have any like free samples online that we can show the people? That we, <laughs> what, what? No, I do. I post. I post a nude to Twitter every so often to reel them in. You know, I give them a little, okay, so let's, a let's, let's Lindsay Jennings, <laughs> pull it up. Twitter. <laughs> um, give it a favorite, no? Advertising for you. Tweet. I uh, have the comedy seller tweet it for me, no? <laughs> What's your Twitter handle? Lindsay Jennings with a Z. You might have to scroll back. I haven't oh. given her free nude in like a week or two. I, I'm trying to do like once every other week to promote Wait, it. But what is this fans only thing? It's pictures or videos? So OnlyFans is literally like Instagram or Facebook of like, you know, selling uh, content for money because it's you have a feed just like um, like Facebook and then you can go live although their lives have been fucking up lately um, so it's been hard but people can tip you on the live tomorrow actually I'm going on the Suicide Girls OnlyFans and I'm going to be doing stand-up and stripping <laughs> and they're paying me to do that so that's exciting I'm getting wow. stand-up from my room um, I'll tune in after the stand-up <laughs> I'm gonna do it in between. I'm gonna like tell a joke, and then since I won't be getting laughs, I'll just take a piece of clothing off. I thought oh, about nice. using some of these. Have you guys been doing any of these like IG live or like Zoom shows? Oh yeah, oh yeah, too many. I know it's like I feel busy as fuck during this. Okay. But, um, Somebody, 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 da, 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 oh, here we go. Da, 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 <laughs> oh, my God. Da, 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 it cuts da, off on mine. I can't even see. Oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, again, if you're not. <laughs> if I wasn't gay, I'll tell you. Showing her nipple. Wow. Let's find if there's something else here. So, did she, so, so. That's a, close, that's a close one. Okay, and this is... Uh, wow. That's not a nude. <laughs> this is Dan? Is this Dan? Oh, wait. 
Well, that's that's a wholesome one. Great yeah. hair. I mean, wholesome except for that tattoo on her neck. But <laughs> is that Dave Wade? Oh my goodness! That was Dave Wade. I did a thing for uh, they. They're doing Dave. a little series. Yeah, I did this thing for them. Uh, him and and Mitch Burrow doing the Comedy Store Door guys. Oh, if you click that one, that's a nude. I like it. <laughs> click it. Scroll, baby. It's coming. It's coming. Oh, this is the this is the best Zoom cast I've done yet. Wow. <laughs> oh my lord. Not bad, Lindsay. Are those, are those completely real? Yeah, I have you know, I get a lot of compliments. They're per I got perky titties. I quit bras in 2014. Uh and it turns out that bras actually make your tits sag more. People think that it's what? the opposite. But yeah, because it's kind of like you know, like your uh your boobs get used to something holding them up and not using your actual muscles to hold them up. So eventually they sag more. Wow, it's, like I gotta tell it's like public oh. assistance. Well, <laughs> well uh, I don't know That's if that's scientifically valid, but I'll, I'll, I'll Google that. I gotta tell Bobby Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mark, what Zoom shows have you done? I uh, did the seller one. That was pretty good. Have you done any Zoom stand-up shows? Yeah, I did the one at the cellar. With Liz put one on. It was pretty great as far as Zoom shows go. And then I've done a few rinky-dink ones here and there because I'm scared of losing my fastball here. I'm turning into a house cat. <laughs> I used to be a puma. I'm, I'm getting soft out here. <laughs> the cellar one was like a beta thing. We're going we're gonna to try to do it right. I mean, I'm more of an alpha. But, yeah, it was fun. Uh, <laughs> No, no, it was it was okay. I mean, it's, it was definitely better than the other ones I've done. I'll tell you that. I've done a couple. It's they're not as horrible as you would think. Yeah. The problem is, well, it, you don't get la like if you unmute everybody on Zoom. There's too much background noise. People's kids, a dog barking. But if you mute everybody, you don't get any laughs. So, what well, I, right. So the show is good. Harry, let me finish if you would. With the show. <laughs> I, I was in the middle of a sentence. I'm sorry, you know. <laughs> you know, um, now, so what they did is they, they unmuted people that were sort of pre-selected to not have any background noise. And so you could hear a little bit of laughter so that you could time it. You get your kind of rhythm and timing. Uh, but it, they didn't, you know, they, they, they only did that with like 10 or 15 people. That's at the show that I did. And it worked out okay. So yeah. I, w I watched my uh, black friends show that was like all all black audience and it was like everybody's grandpa and grandma. So like they were interrupting the <laughs> comics the whole time. Oh, that's hilarious. You say was my everybody... black friends? Yes. <laughs> was, was everybody late one, to the Zoom? That one black friend? No, no, no. <laughs> uh, friends, plural. But uh, um, One of my black friends. I, I'm actually I'm making a sketch right now called Zoom Heckler about Zoom hecklers. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> I hope hopefully it's funny. We'll see. I love how they oh, were in the black shows talk? in the black zooms. They talk too. Tom, <laughs> <laughs> you said that you want to do a regular thing at the cellar with uh, the uh, stand-up shows by via Zoom. Uh, is is not I am not the um, the the impetus for that, but uh, some people have wanted to do it so i'm letting them go forward with this beta stuff and then i give my i give my comments because it's got to look right it's got to be i mean it's going to involve i told them i can only do it if they if we send actually um tech packages to every comedian with a light and Ooh. A, a proper camera and a proper microphone to, and that um and tell them exactly how far away from the camera to be and the whole thing 
so that there's a uniform look to it. Um, and that and it's got it's got to be right. So if they if they can get all that shit together, it's really just for fun, right? I, I'm okay with it. You're not gonna try to make any money. You're not gonna charge. It's gonna be free. Just I to mean, I, I, I'm always happy to charge, but I I just don't. I mean, after I, I don't think it's gonna be that much money to be made, and then want to give it to the comedians. And I mean, I right. don't I don't think it's gonna pay my my mortgage. I'll tell you that. Also, here's the thing. You don't want these Zoom shows to get too good because people are so lazy, they'll just stop going out eventually. I think it's good that they're bad. <laughs> I, I thought about not. that too, but I think a lot of people are like, first of all, there's so many idiots who are still going out and don't give a fuck. And I think that... Guilty. <laughs> I think that a lot of people who would go to comedy shows are the people who are like itching to get out already. So I, I think right. you can go either way. Like people are going to either not come out or they're going to be ready immediately and places are going to be easy to pack, especially if you can only do 50% capacity or whatever. Right, right. People I'll go to comedy because they want to go out, you know, not, not so much. And then once they decide they want to go out, they decide, okay, wh where are we going to go? Comedy, show, dancing, whatever it is. But they want to yeah. go out. Can, you, can anybody record a Zoom show? That's another concern. Is yes. Yes. Record them. Yeah, sure. Then, you, know, really? you know what the biggest obstacle to that is, Dan? What's that? that the comedians, in order to preserve their self-respect, have to pretend that somebody really wants to record their shows. <laughs> <laughs> I think like, it's funny that, that once we open back up and there's like 20% capacity in certain places that you know that there's going to be comics making jokes like, oh, I've never performed for an empty room or whatever, when you know they were already performing for empty rooms. Oh, yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad no, you have such a high opinion of the comics that you regularly use. No, you know, no, listen, I know you're saying, the point is that there, there are very few people who are going to very few comedians whose pirated Zoom show can actually <laughs> make money for somebody else. Is what I'm saying It's like it's not like like maybe never, Chappelle. Right? If Chappelle did a private show, no one could see it. Somebody could stick it on YouTube and maybe. Although now YouTube is really good about taking stuff down. I'm just it's saying, not a matter like, of making money; it's a matter of them recording it and just having it. And maybe you don't want that. Yeah. But, uh -huh. um, Why don't you want that though? Like, what's the big deal? What's the Dance. big deal? Uh, <laughs> Everyone's going to know your jokes or what? I don't know. I mean, um, if there's a joke that, that I'm doing for a particular, yeah, you may be right that it's not that big a deal. I, there, there is a situation I'm in right now where I'm testing out jokes to be used. For, your, for America's Got Talent or you know, whatever. For my novel, because the main character is a <laughs> And I want the jokes to actually be real jokes, not like uh, oftentimes you'll see uh, comedy represented in other in movies or in books, and the comedy's not very good. So I work out my jokes for the character. Yeah. And I, I think it's safe to say that you'll be okay. Boy, Lindsay is really, really pounding Dan. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he likes getting pounded. Well, I would I'd rather not, um, because I don't have the option of, 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 of showing my cock. So. <laughs> you, Dan, don't sell yourself short. Okay, you have the option. <laughs> That's a Louis Zoom. You know, but uh, I'd rather that material that's not meant for stand-up get out. Is it a big deal? Probably not. Is it a slight concern? Yes. Well, here's a question I have, because is can you actually just record the audio of a Zoom? I mean, I guess you could use another camera, like if you were like in a movie theater, but you're like uh, filming the computer from your phone. But can you actually like screen record from your phone the audio? Because you can't do that on, like on Instagram Live and stuff like that, I know. 
I, I, on Zoom, I don't know. I you just you put know, a cell phone in front of the uh, the the TV monitor, the computer monitor, and record. Well, no, I think it's. I'm just looking at the uh, settings right now. If if there's a record, if there's a record setting, I know that we're recording this obviously to be later. No, you have to. You, the, only the host can authorize that. But what they should do, I, I was telling that this actually came up in our meeting with Liz because I got a screener for a, a for a movie, and. Um, I mean, this has been around for a long time, but there was a watermark on the screen that said Nam Dwarman, and it, it shifted from top to bottom every once in a while so that if I were to record it, they would be able to trace it back to me. So Zoom should offer that technology. They should, be, they should, they should have a watermark which puts your account, whatever your Zoom account is, as a watermark on your Zoom screen as an option so that if the person who is watching it chooses to do what you don't want them to do, to distribute it in some way, you can trace it back to that particular person. Mm. And that's, that's, that's good. Pretty, that's pretty low tech. I mean, they, you know, considering what they do, somebody yeah. just tell them to do it, and I think that would take care of it. Is I mean, they trust these screeners out there, and that's a they're there. When you get a screener, that is a serious risk. Because, right. You know, those movies are are like a Marvel movie screener. That's oh yeah, you go to jail. Yeah. So I think that's the answer for the Zoom thing. I don't know why they haven't done it yet, but they will. Must be out and about on the daily over there in the city. Yeah, yeah, the morale is good in the village. Everybody's jogging out here. It's pretty. The weather's great. The waterfront is packed. People are drinking on their stoop. It's it's nice. Well, I was in the Central Park today, bike riding, using a city bike, electric bike, by the way, which is a lot of fun. Gives, ah. you, an, gives you an electric boost. Yeah. So, so people aren't like all in masks and staying. Most people are in masks and most people are relatively distant from each other. And it's an open question. Of course, we had Alex Berenson on the other uh, a week ago. And of course, he has some ideas that are unconventional, but he, he doesn't seem to think that uh, COVID can be caught very easily outside. And actually, there's, I think, a lot of research to back that up. Dude. Yeah. Man, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't read the, the bio about Mark Norman's new album. Oh, I didn't know I had to do that right away. I thought we had like, <laughs> out to lunch. Well, if you want to talk about that, we can do so. But I didn't know you wanted to get to that right away. Usually you like to push those things toward the end so you can prattle on about. Uh, <laughs> no, no, the bio, she gave the bio. Mark Norman is a stand-up comic. No credits. Ariel gives us bios. I don't think those bios are very good. I prefer to bring. <laughs> just to say, I don't think the bios are. The bio, the bios are fine. I just don't see the point of reading a whole bio up front, and uh, rather than just rolling in somebody's credits as we go along. Well, I can tell you why. It's because the guests <laughs> usually appreciate being introduced before we start talking to and them, and I think that the audience similarly. Lindsay, I introduced him as a comedy seller regular. And a couple other things. I didn't feel the need to. Well, but if you read the bio, for example, of Lindsay, you would have known that she hasn't been a burlesque dancer for a long time, (laughs) which is why I send the bios to begin with. They come straight from the guests. Lindsay, do you think there's a there's a a fetish category out there for people who want to jerk off while somebody's talks dirty to them exactly like Periel, like with that with that with that (laughs) voice and 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 speech pattern? You think? Totally. If, if she just started doing it, her fans would definitely be down. Like, I'm sure, honestly, any any female comedian, if they started a OnlyFans right now, they'd do pretty well, I think. What female comedian do you believe has the most potential for money 
uh, as, as posting erotic uh, pictures and videos. Uh, not Just a famous. Whit Whitney Cummings. Whitney Cummings. Have you? Uh, <laughs> no. She's... No. Jessica Kirsten. <laughs> I don't know, but but Whitney Cummings has been posting these videos of guys calling her voicemail who are like all trying to get in on her feet and shit. Wow, interesting. He's hot. What non-famous comedian do you think would have the most potential uh, for erotic pictures and videos? That you know, in your opinion. Esther Cool. She's. I mean, I mean, there's always there's always oh, a yeah. the Asian. Always. Oh yeah. True. Esty has one. Esty the Booker. Yeah, she's got an OnlyFans. <laughs> it's pretty wild. You signed up for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Dan? Sarah Sil Oh, she's famous. Who, who do you think, Dan? Well, let me think about that for a second. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody we all know. Um, Nikki Glazer? I think yeah, but she's famous, well. too. Oh, okay. Kind of who was that hot blonde that was coming around for a while from L.A.? Kate Quigley? Oh, um, uh, Kelsey Cook? Oh, yeah. Uh, she's got somebody else, but recently, but Kelsey Cook, yeah, too. We had somebody on our show from, from L.A. She was kind of, she had a manner kind of like um, Maria Bamford. Oh, Erica Rhodes. Erica Rhodes. Oh, she's pretty. What's her name again? Erica Rhodes. It's not just a matter of pretty, Mark, which, of course, oh. all the affirmative comedians I think, are. I think Periel would do great doing, like, small dick shaming kind of stuff, you know? Ooh, I'll be on in two. Uh, <laughs> Lindsay, it's yeah. not just a matter of pretty. As we know, there are a lot of pretty girls out there. There's a lot of competition. What we need is somebody that can bring something different to the table. And I think uh, just a wholesome, non-tattooed girl. No offense, I love your tattoos. There's, so, there's plenty of those out there. By the way, I have no competition. <laughs> uh, this is Erica, uh, Erica Rose. Uh, yeah, that, she, she could make a few bucks. I think we're sure. going to get into trouble by talking about these women in this fashion. <laughs> one on well, let's do men. We'll do men next. How about Jezelnik? I'd pay to see well, his honker. Uh, you know, I don't know what the market is for men, uh, for male. Uh, maybe uh, Lindsay could speak to that. Lindsay, you're a woman. What You know, is there I don't... Is there any market for, for heterosexual women that want to see hot guys naked? Honestly, I really don't think so. Like, I think <laughs> that if you're, if you're a dude trying to make money, you just have to pretend to be gay. Or uh, just like market yourself towards the gays, you know? Well, okay, and and that done and done. I would say that Jeff <laughs> Guy could certainly do well. Oh, he's a hunk. Lindsay, do you have any comedian crushes? Have Ugh. I I have seen this guy. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Have you guys seen I, this guy? I can't see it yet, but um. Is it? Oh, oh, I no. knew it. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. Who is that? It's Mateo Lane. Lane. That's Ralphie May. Now he's um, <laughs> um, I always have a comedian crush, and I had one and once to fuck him, and it totally wasn't worth it. You did fuck him? I did, yeah. And did you give you him the light? Us, can you tell us? <laughs> Mark, you are as sharp as ever. You have I'm nothing trying. to worry Thanks. about. Can thank you tell us? Keep stepping on them, but thank can you. I? Can I tell you who you said? In the chat, could you tell us who it is? If oh, you... in the in the chat, like so people can't see it. No, no, I don't believe. Can anyone see the chat, Periel? No, only we can see it. Only we can see uh, it. 
Uh, all right, I'll, t- I'll tell you in the chat because I don't care, but you can't tell them that I no, told you. <laughs> Wait, how do I do that? Hold on. Off the Ari Shafir. In the, bo- in the bottom uh, of- oh, you No, I decided not to fuck Ari Shafir. But you had Wait. to decide to fuck, not to fuck Ari Shafir? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when he was like, let's fuck in my car. I was like, no, I'm good. <laughs> He's got a huge dong. I know, and then I regretted it when I, I did a... Wait, oh, here's the chat. I did um, Naked Roast Battle, and he was the judge, uh, one of the judges, and I was like, dang, I should do that, but... I don't know. Too late. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. It sounds like a porn star, his name, but I don't know. I've never... I don't know who that is. Ari was naked? Um, Yeah, he was naked, yeah. Everybody Everybody, was naked. Everybody was naked. You did it too, Mark? No, I, I went and took notes. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, I know. I've seen that guy. Yeah, I don't Ooh. know that guy. I didn't see him. Damn. Wait, you said you don't like him, no? No, I, I don't. I don't have any. I just, I'd recognize him. That's all. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's all right. I, I, I missed it. Who is it? Well, you, you can go to the chat. It's oh, you, Perry. I'll can text you, Mark. I'll, okay. I'll DM. I'll DM it to you later with my OnlyFans link. Woo! All right. <laughs> Something good came out of this pod. Is that a free OnlyFans <laughs> link, or does it does Mark have to pay? I actually don't know how to do a free one, but I did put a fifty percent sale up today, so it's only five dollars. <laughs> all right. Above my pay grade, but all right. <laughs> I was gonna say, what about you guys? You guys are all married, and Dan lives alone, so everybody's sex life is pretty much the same, right? My, my sex life—it was never. I, I haven't had sex since before lockdown, about two years before lockdown. Um, <laughs> really, Dan? Uh, no, it's, who was, was he? Uh, it was about. Um, <laughs> it was about. Uh, when was lockdown? March. Probably the last time was in about November-ish. Wow! Thanksgiving bang. But, uh, <laughs> I have had some, like, um, you know, um, phone-related uh, sex. Oh, nice. I also, that's, that was one thing I added to my roster this month to try to make more money. I'm doing one-on-one sexting combos. <laughs> nice. Man. When you're do- okay, when you're doing a one-on-one phone sex with somebody, yeah. is there anything he could possibly do to actually – bring you over from totally faking it to somehow actually getting off. Oh, good question. You know, so I've only done, I did a few um, like texting combos, which was like so easy and like whatever to me. But this one guy wanted me to talk about fucking younger guys. I'm like, first of all, I'm not that old. Okay. But, (laughs) (laughs) and I was like, were you molested as a child? What is this? But I was like, sure. I want a fucking 18 year old. Um, But, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but actually one guy I who says I've met him several times I guess he's come to my shows I don't remember um I did a like FaceTime kind not FaceTime but Instagram video chat with him I charged $125 for 20 minutes so I made $6 a minute and and that was just to talk I didn't say like oh I'm definitely gonna like get naked or anything but we ended up basically having phone set, like FaceTime sex, and I was actually into it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's great. He was a big dick black man. What, what, what was the secret? This is, this is a good thing. Men would want to know this. What's the, what's the secret? 
having a big dick. <laughs> for me, for me. That's it. For but me. Was, <laughs> but he was he was nice and respectful too, I guess. <laughs> as respectful as you can be when you're jerking off in front of a camera to me. Yeah. Nice and respectful. Hmm. I don't think if, if women like nice and respectful, how does Mark get so much fun? <laughs> <laughs> used to, used to. All right, has a girlfriend now. I, I, I tell this all the time, Mark, ever since this lockdown thing and these Zoom things, like three out of four comedians mention their wife or their girlfriend I've never heard of before. <laughs> like, <laughs> it just happened in quarantine. Like Monroe's like, yeah, I'm here with my wife. Like, motherfucker, you're married? You never mentioned you were married? <laughs> well, you know what it is? Having a wife isn't funny. It's, it's funny just to be a weird man-child, you know? That's like a comedian's way. Well, there's a lot of comedians who get a lot of mileage out of, you know, marital jokes. Hacks. Hacks. <laughs> but you know, the problem is, is we call them hacks, but you know, being no, the- I'm joking. They're not hacks. They're no, not I'm joking. If you're in a relationship with, with a man, uh, is it is it uh, a, a prerequisite that he has to be okay with you doing these things, perhaps having phone sex with other men, perhaps sending naked pictures to other men, et cetera? I mean, what if, what if you fell in love and he said, no, I don't want you doing that anymore? Um, yeah, that's a tough thing. And that's probably why I haven't been in a relationship in so long. Um, I was in a relationship when I first, I mean, like when I started suicide girls, I was single. And then I got back with my ex after that. And so he had to kind of accept it. He wouldn't have beforehand, but he was a piece of shit. Um, my other, like I started my uncensored Snapchat, which is my first, like, uh, making money off of like nudes on the internet thing I did, which I started in like 2016. And I've basically been, I haven't had like a nine to five or anything since then. I've just been making money on the internet in between tours and stuff. Um, so yeah, but that ex also was kind of like not okay with it, but oh my God, on Thanksgiving, his mom, we were in Lake Tahoe. This, all right, this is a tangent, but it, it's relevant. We were in at his parents' house in Lake Tahoe and his mom is like super against drugs, but like, super into big pharma like believes in like pharmaceuticals so she was like you guys have to leave before 7 a.m because there's gonna be a snowstorm and you don't want to be driving so i'm gonna give you an ambient so you can fall asleep <laughs> and she gave us ambient but instead of like going be to bed early we just like were fucked up and we ended up like having sex on my snapchat <laughs> whoa <laughs> but that's i made wow what? no no that's amazing I made so much money selling those videos <laughs> and I still sell them. He just had a baby with a girl he you was know, having sex with while we were together. What? You know, as a similar story to that Ambien one is uh, Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, he, and then I feel like he was like not happy that we did that, but he also like, I like shared the money with him. So he wasn't like mad about it either. Um, but I think that if I dated anybody, they'd kind of have to be okay with it and accept it because... What if, what if you dated somebody that was worth in excess of $100 million and he said, Lindsay, you don't have to worry about money anymore. Oh, yeah, then of but, course I would stop. <laughs> you, so, he would just so, be my sh sugar daddy. What? Do you enjoy it at all or it's just a money thing? No, yeah, I was just talking about this. Somebody asked me and I'm, I actually do enjoy it. I have fun. I mean, like, I wouldn't be like sexting random dudes for money if I didn't have to. <laughs> I mean, no, I, that's not true because I don't have to, but I just want to make a lot of money. I'm like really on the hustle right now. Um, I'm trying to pay all my debts off by the end of 2020. I owe nice. a lot of drug dealers. I'm just kidding. Would you give, um, <laughs> would you give up all of your online sexual activity 
for a check for a for a tax free check of half a million dollars? Uh, I don't know. No, I don't know. Cause I think that if I continue at the rate I'm going, I could make that money. But and and half a million dollars doesn't last me that long. But I'm hoping to be successful in my other endeavors and not uh, have to resort to that or have to do this. But I got at least ten more years of being hot in me. So well, if I have to do it till then, I'm good. How old are you? Wow, you're eleven. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Add twenty years. I'm thirty-one. Oh, that's nothing. Well, I think there's a lot of men that are into older women. I mean, you, you become a fetish <laughs> at that point, but you can still work. That's true. Oh, yeah. Look at Stormy Daniels. What is she, 78? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, like, it, I've talked about this, too. Like, if I became, like, super successful uh, from comedy or whatever, like, would I still sell my nudes? Because I feel like I could sell them for more. But then they'd also, all my old nudes will probably be on the internet for free then, so. And there are plenty of my nudes on the internet for free now, so. I don't know. There you go. Dan, would you, I've noticed that uh, a lot of female comics, when they're cooped up like this and can't perform, they just start putting up crazy, revealing <laughs> photos. It's like a weird trend that's happening, I guess, because they need to express themselves somehow. And as a, as a guy, I like it, because I'm like, hey, this is great. But it's, well, there, it's a weird thing. I, I have a increase in the so-called thirst traps uh, I think a lot of female comics want to be funny and want to be sexy at the same time. Sure. Yeah. And we get that circle. We obviously like attention, you know, right. if you're in the, if you're in that field. So, and yeah, also I think people are they're home, they're feeling themselves, they're like becoming more comfortable with themselves and I think that's a good thing to like I think you're right. Yeah, you spend so much time with yourself, your inhibitions get lower. You're like, "Ah, screw <laughs> it, I'm posting it." Which is That's fun. so true. Good for them, I say. Yeah, well, there's a lot of very attractive uh, female comics out there. No question about there it. There are. Um, I agree. And funny is sexy. Noam, do you concur in that I regard? Saw, I saw a t-shirt that said that. <laughs> Noam, do you concur that funny is sexy? Uh, it, 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 with big tits, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say that a woman, two women, one is funny and one is not, how much? No, no. Funny, funny is sexy. I mean, I mean, personality is sexy. Not, not any kind of humor. Just, I mean, it has to be the right kind of funny. A kind of confident, uh, clever humor is, is yes. funny to go, yeah. Yes. Jenny McCarthy is not funny, sexy. You, uh, <laughs> you find a woman who is really, really, really dirty, uh, sexy. If they're dirty, dirty, dirty on stage. Super dirty. Like, only, only if it's suggestive, not if it's... it's like Thea, Thea Vidal level dirty. I don't know who that is. She's... Uh, she's a black comedian who's pretty dirty. Um, I haven't seen her in a while, but... A dirty black comic? What? <laughs> I mean, like, some women talk about, you know, like, uh, my, their, 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 their pussy is so blah, 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 and I found something <laughs> on my own. I, that, that's not sexy to me, but, you know. Mark? Well, that's just bad comedy. I mean... Well, no, but you can be dirty pussy. and funny. I'm yeah, yeah. Like, Amy Schumer had that joke in her leather special talking so much trash about how her vagina smelled bad, and it just, like... It seemed to me like a man wrote that because I'm like, why would you be trashing your own vagina? And your vagina does not smell that bad unless you have an infection. I actually wrote that joke. (laughs) (laughs) I did open for that special, though, and I thought the line about how her vagina smells like soup, I thought that was pretty funny. She's like, if I had to pinpoint it, soup. Soup is a generally pleasant smell. 
No, that that, that is funny. All that is funny, but it's not sexy funny. It's it's funny. Right, 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 right. It's just so low brow. It's not impressive. You know, like if a a guy was just like, my dick, my dick, my dick, it wouldn't be impressive either. Well, you could be, I think you could be dirty and talk about your dick and and do it cleverly. Yes, clever. That's the key. Are you an Amy on the outs? No, I'm Joe. I didn't write the bit. I'm the one who said the funny line, the soup. (laughs) Mark, no, we're cool. I see. Okay. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I. I, uh, I, I mean, it's pretty obvious to everybody what sexy is. Well, yeah. It's, it's very rare that that somebody finds somebody super sexy and everybody looks at them like, "What are you talking about?" Like, usually it's like pretty. A lot of, That's a lot, true. A lot of unanimity. Yeah, but there's also a lot of divergence. Nah, not so much. I'm, well, there's divergence. <laughs> I don't know how much, but there's divergence, and I think women on stage doing stand-up is an area of divergence because I think a lot of guys go right. into that. I mean, if, if, you know, in the old days, we don't do this kind of thing anymore, but in the old days, like if you were going to rate like the top five hottest teachers in the school or waitresses, whatever it is, uh, 95% of people would choose the same top nine and maybe right. in order, but there's not like a lot of outliers. Like, you know. That's true. And I think the internet has changed all that. Like, with the internet, you can find out fetishes you never even knew about. You're just going off on these Google tangents. Oh my God! You might, there's you might be so- into shit you didn't even know existed. And then all of a sudden, you see it, and you're like, "Hey, I like this." If if you can think of it, it exists. There's there's well, no- yeah. the truth of yeah. the matter is is that the standard of beauty has changed with the internet because there are more voices out there, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I hear you say that. I mean, it's true. Like, if, um, if you don't, it's it's. I mean, if you don't think that like the standard of beauty was created by hell, it's a Hollywood patriarchal. <laughs> that she's absolutely standard of beauty is created she's absolutely by. Right. Of course I'm right. I mean, it's like, it's so absurd. It's, yeah, like, it's, it's, so it's created by patriarchal, by men. Yeah. And it, continues to be, and it continues to be created by men because beauty is sold to men from women. That's and not true. I have a, no. That's I not true. Well, how's Lindsay making her money from a, from a, from a, from a patriarchal standard that's of not, beauty? That's not the only way to make money. Look at the beauty industry. Um, yeah, but I have a couple things to say about this on a, on a train of these thoughts. Yes, funny is sexy because one, I will be the one person out of the Suicide Girls who does not get ready for like, we'll do like a huge show in front of hundreds of people. I won't get ready. I'll look like shit. I'll wear sweatpants and I'll have guys like slang. I'm slanging dick. Dick's thrown in my face all the time. Like I pick dudes up like nothing. More than the the girls who are like sitting there stripping and getting naked, getting ready, getting beautiful every day. Um, Two... There are crazy fetishes online, such as men who make women gain weight to the point where they're immobile, and I don't understand that. Three, <laughs> that is crazy to me. I'm like, did your mom die because she couldn't move? I don't know. But three, the entire beauty industry is meant to make women feel bad, and it's not because of how men view them, because half the things that we do, men don't even give a shit about, but it's just based on women's insecurities to make them feel bad, and so that they spend money. Women are 80% of consumers. Like, we spend more money on everything than men do, especially the beauty industry, especially all things having to do with our looks. So Periel's absolutely right about that. She's wrong. She's wrong as usual, but but listen. She's not wrong. (laughs) The thing is this, about fetishes. If if you do the math, you know, like, if you have two, if you have a fetish which two people out of a million have, let's say, 
which is like on base, basically nobody has it. That's still six hundred. No, if there's a fetish, <laughs> two people out of a million, two out of a million is a very, very low percent. But okay. still, you can gather a couple hundred people into a, into a room and feel like this is actually, it's like kind of like Twitter. Like you can get a totally distorted view of what's out there. When you have 340 million people on the internet at one time, a very, 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 very rare fetish can be very profitable for somebody who services it. It doesn't mean that it's common at all. That's but all. there are a lot of crazy fetishes that are very common. Like what? Like what? I don't know if it's crazy, but pregnant women, uh, urinating, oh, crazy. Um, anorexic women, ADPL, adult baby uh, diaper lover. Oh God, I hate vom- that. I hate that. Vomiting, vomiting. Oh, really? Even if it's not on a dick? Yeah, like you're gagging and then vomiting, you know. Um, oh so, yeah. So something people have been asking me for a lot, which I found really surprising, is fart videos, which I have not done. I haven't resorted to that. It's like where I draw the line. And I'm like, I don't know why that's, I won't do that, but it's just like, I don't know. It's still too but embarrassing. What? That combines your two loves, comedy and nudity, you know? Like, why not? <laughs> because Farts are funny. It's so funny. I, I don't know. Like, it's funny because I'm not afraid to like, I don't know. I'll like jokingly fart in front of somebody, but like I won't. I don't know. I just don't want that video to come back. I don't know. It's it's too embarrassing to me. I don't like fart jokes. I don't like shit jokes. I don't like anything with bodily fluids like that. I see, Lindsay, that's sexy to me, what you're saying right now. I agree with you. Oh, really? I totally agree with you. Lindsay, could I speak to this uh, notion that you do a show and you get all the dicks thrown at you and some of the other girls don't? I mean, everybody's getting dick thrown at them, of but course. I, I want to offer an alternative explanation, which isn't to say you're not sexy and, 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 and are not worthy. Oh, my dick. God. Is it because I'm the ugly one and they think they can get me? No. <laughs> because you actually talk and say things and they think maybe you have some intelligence, as you do, and they assume that they can use their intelligence to woo you, whereas the other girls, they might assume, just want a guy that's all big dick and big wallet. Whereas maybe they could make you laugh. And Where it's it. the opposite. I'm the one who wants the big dick and big wallet. <laughs> no, but they hear you telling jokes and they think, oh, she's got another side to her. Maybe if I'm funny or interesting, she'll respond to that. Right, yeah, here, maybe. Here is a, a, a website chosen at random. It's supposed to give top 15 fetishes that you didn't know were out there. Or- All right. So we can go. So the first one is fetishism. When you're sexually aroused by something that's been in physical contact with the desired person. Anybody? I mean, that's the same as selling your used panties in a panties way. Are, I'm not against a used panty necessarily. <laughs> in contact with a, an attractive woman, sure. Right, My next friend. one is, uh, I can't even read this, Catop- catoptophilia, which is having sex in front of a mirror. Oh, yeah, that's hot. Okay. Everybody oh, yeah. wants to do that. Analalignia yeah. is one of is one super 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 common. The man is only attracted to older women and never to someone his own age. Oh, oh that's like that guy that I was talking about before. Trichnophilia, <laughs> playing with the hair, smelling. This is Joe Biden's thing. Trichnophiliac, someone's hair when they're sexually aroused. Okay, uh, you're gonna go through all these. Who who names these things? <laughs> Can then you. Something. Well, the trichta, the trichta, whatever it was called, is because that's like a hair term. Uh, yeah. Trichta, yeah, I went to hair school. Trichotillomania. Nismolagnia. That has to have a silent K? I mean... Is this when you like knish, <laughs> you have sex with knishes? Oh, this is a sexual arousal that results as being tickled. 
Uh, anyone. Uh, I mean, yes, voyeurism, we get that. Pictophilia, basically, if your motive sexual arousal is watching porn or looking at pornographic image, that's, oh, that's. Duh. Stigmatophilia is when you get sexually aroused by looking at someone's piercings or tattoos. Lindsay, hey. oh, <laughs> I think I have that. So that's a common <laughs> one, Lindsay, huh? It's like, that's like stigmata, I guess, is what, what they're referring to with that name. Tattoos have become yeah. so common that um, I think that the non-tattooed girl, for me, is now becoming the gold standard, especially in a pornographic situation, because that's completely uncommon that in a porn, you'll see a girl with no tattoos. It's very uncommon. Are you, are you trying to reverse psychology me right now, Dan? <laughs> I'm trying to nag Lindsay as best I can. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, we have here almost a nasal... Lindsay's a poopy head. Nasolingus, <laughs> which is pleasure <laughs> sucking someone's nose. Christ. <laughs> Not to be necrophilia. I don't believe that exists. Podophilia. It does Wait. exist. How, who gets access to corpses? Wait a second. This is like a real thing. A lot of serial killers do that. Yeah. Like, like Ted Bundy. He fucks yeah, 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 a couple yeah, of them. Yeah. Foot yeah, fed. Okay, what's this? Psychrophilia. Quite common. Sexual arousal to feeling cold or looking at people who are cold. What? <laughs> like you stand, you stand outside and I'll jerk off while I watch you out this the window. This is so weird. <laughs> Urophilia, sexual arousal to urine. Those with this fetish either like peeing on others or enjoying uh, peeing on them. It's just pretty common, I feel like. Having like, sex in a tub body. full of pee, that's disgusting. Mannequins. Judging by videos, I see uh, urine philia is quite common. And wife swapping. Kevin Brennan asked me one time if I would wife swap with him. Wow. <laughs> Did you do it? No. We have. Uh, <laughs> Tell us in the chat, Noam. Tell us the truth in the chat. Yeah. I don't know if you could follow his energy. Now might be a good time to. Uh, I don't know if you want to talk about fetishes more, but. but um, we got to go. But no, we don't have to go, but we might, might want to segue briefly into Mark Norman's new special called <laughs> Out to Lunch. Oh, hey, I forgot I was here. Uh, He's got a lunch fetish. Yeah, yeah, like to fuck baloney. No, uh, <laughs> I have a special, it came out on YouTube last night, it's doing great, and I think this is the new normal, all the networks said no, and so I put it out myself, shot it myself, and uh, it's killing it on YouTube, it's doing great. Amazing. Instead of getting buried somewhere else on some network, and uh, yeah, give it a watch. Tell a friend, share it, tweet it. Wow. Tweet is it. there any theme, or this is just joke writing, great craftsmanship, or is there an overriding theme? It's just one hour of jokes in a, in a row. You know, it's traditional stand-up, just uh, zinger after zinger. It's dark, it's offensive, it's fun. The way it used to be, like old Pepperidge Farm stand-up. Yeah, no stories, <laughs> no molest, I was molested, no sobs, bullshit, no sad <laughs> off, just uh, just jokes. No speaking that, right? No speaking What's that? Power. that on the screen, right? Oh, there it is. Yeah, there's the old douche right there. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like the, I like the beginning. Mark. Oh, thanks. So we can, uh, we can, you know, put a nice bow on everything. Do you talk about fetishes during your special? I don't. I do some vibrator jokes and some anal stuff, but that's about it. Oh, it's pedophilia. I do pedophiles. <laughs> vibrator, anal, pedophilia. Oh, wait, and... Uh... Does, any comic, <laughs> does any comic not have a pedophile joke? I, I, I certainly I think Seinfeld. Seinfeld does not. That's correct. 
Sebastian, Bob Newhart, yeah. Rodney. All right, you got me. Rodney. Uh, uh, Rodney, he was actually molested. But it's too close to home for him. He he was based. He was pretty clean, Rodney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's generally a clean comic. What do you guys think about them trying to add a P to the LGBTQ P community? What's the P? You mean urine? Pedophilia. Pedophilia. Yeah. They oh, it's gonna happen. Give it. Give it ten more years. It'll happen. I mean, there's a whole community of people like they're like we're pedophiles, but we don't act on it. <laughs> they're like it's okay to like kids and to want to fuck them. Just don't do it. Well, look, you can't. Well, help, you can't help what you're interested in. Exactly. <laughs> um. And if you don't act on it, I can't say you're morally wrong, but it's not right. something I would want to put in the LGBTQ community either. Right. Who, do they really want their place in that, in that alphabet? Yeah, yeah, there's people fighting for it. Wow, <laughs> they, they were all wearing Cub Scout uniforms, weirdly enough. <laughs> I do think that uh, these people should be they shouldn't be condemned if they're not acting on it. They should be, if, if it's at all But possible. don't you think it's weird if they're on Twitter, like, promoting, like, the idea of it? No, they should, the, only thing, not the only thing they should be promoting is trying to find a cure for it. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> we got to work on COVID first. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> well, I don't want to get a pedophile vaccine. <laughs> COVID. No, I mean, it, look, if there's any research, whether it be drug or a therapy or psychotherapy, I think it's very, very, very likely there is no cure. There isn't. I mean, you can't help who you're attracted to. Yeah. Well, I think that a lot of these pedophiles they find um, were molested as children. So oh, yeah. I it's think like that's... vampires. You can give it to the next <laughs> guy, you know? <laughs> exactly. But you, you can't change what people are into. I mean, uh, when I was a kid, my parents sent me to gay conversion camp, but that didn't work. <laughs> Lindsay, do you have any requests uh, for being a little girl? Oh. oh, wait, wait, sorry. A request for me dressing. Um, pretend to be a little girl in a fantasy on uh, phone sex. You know, I actually haven't, which is surprising. Maybe because of all your tattoos, you know, you, you don't appeal to that demographic. Maybe. You know, what's very interesting is the number one porn search nowadays is uh, step bro. It's like incest. Incest is huge in porn. They did that in Cruel Intentions. Oh, yeah. Good point. It is. I don't know. I think it's kind of hot, too, because it's like you're not like it's like you're not related and you're not supposed to do it. And they right. And they'll like call each other, which is, of course, doesn't happen in real life. But they'd be like, what are you doing, stepbrother? You know, if I were LGT or B, whatever, I would be furious with the pedophiles. Right. I would have a we'd have a. A, 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 a sexual, uh, whatever you call them, civil war, a fucking civil war. Like, like yeah. well, first gonna, of all, they, they will, they will under just the fact that they want to be part of that community gives ammunition to the people who hate that community. You know, <laughs> how many, how, but look, look, definitely. I have no doubt that some pedophiles are lobbying to be included, but is it really a big significant movement? I don't know, but do you know what one of their, like, um, the points that they make is? They say, well, the, the uh, ancient Romans do it. We've been doing this <laughs> since the beginning of time. Well, what happened to Rome? Well, Rome also had, <laughs> Rome had slavery as well and um, uh -huh. gladiators. So, so I don't know if I want to use them as the moral, uh, you know, um, compass. compass. 
<laughs> also, well, but isn't it isn't it better to know who these guys are? I'd rather them come out and say I am one. That way, I know not to take my kids camping with them. You know what I mean? Like, it's you know, they're outing rule, themselves. As a general rule, just don't send your kids camping with any man. <laughs> <All right. laughs> That's true. <laughs> or anybody that you know you is not personally a relative in general. I but, wouldn't get into the woods with anybody. A friend of mine is a black gentleman, and he always says he likes the rebel flag. So he's like, "Good, now I know. Now they otherwise they yeah. lie to me." So it's kind of like that. They're letting their pedo flag fly. <laughs> That's true. Well, you guys, I can tell you for a material fact that um, I know what my next guest assignment is going to be just by the look on Noam's face right now. Uh -oh. <laughs> a pedophile. No, I would rather steer clear of that whole... Whoever wrote that article that you just pulled up. <laughs> I think Once, no, I, th I, think, I think it's, it's, I mean, I think it's basically obvious that pedophiles don't choose to be pedophiles. If there's if if any group who clearly wouldn't choose it if they had a choice, it's pedophiles. Those kids were asking for it, all right? <laughs> what were they wearing? It does... It, it does warrant some understanding in terms of um, how we treat them and how we punish them, maybe. I don't know. But, but that doesn't mean they should, be, they should ever be included in... We still have to protect ourselves from them. They're still a menace. Yeah, well, we don't. It's like if you're born a cannibal. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. if, if people can be born cannibals, you know, against their will, we still can't let them eat us. I mean, you know, you know. It is sure. sad in a way because, yeah, pedophiles uh, are are more are one of the most likely to get murdered or raped in jail, right? But right. it's not their fault that they got raped when they were all like when they were a kid too, you know. Well, it's also I have True. a bit of a problem with like you know a a a, a five time serial rapist all of a sudden thinking he's better than a pedophile, um, right? You know, <laughs> <laughs> well, he was better at it. I mean, it's harder to rape an adult. Yes. Can you imagine anything worse than prison rape? My God. That is like my worst nightmare. Yeah, child rape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this has gotten so dark so quickly. I would be interested in having... I am, I am interested in um, the psychology of necrophilia, though. And Are I you going to have a necrophilia going? On the show. Um, I don't think it's as rare as you think, Noam. No, well, not for married people. <laughs> yeah, but they're not out trying to add an end to the LGBTQ community. <laughs> you could just go on J-Date. <laughs> Nothing? Wait, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I went married, you went Jew. There you go. Um, uh, I, yeah, listen, maybe it's out there, but the point is that how... That, you don't get to see naked bodies, I mean, dead people very often in your life to develop that kind of... There's a couple of truckloads in New York City right now. now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they jerk off the news results. Well, <laughs> I mean, I, th I think to some extent it might be a fetish like a, uh, it turns like wanting to have a, a sex dummy or something. That, like it, it could be similar to that. I don't know if being dead is actually the turn on. Well, you know, having a body to, to have your way with a, a body, you know? I like, assume uh, they would want a freshly dead person, you know, if you had to. A warm one? Yeah, I don't know. You know, maybe like juice guy. Unless they're also into that cold fetish. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> a, king, a king cut, you know, dead. Maybe. It's just disgusting. Know. <laughs> it would just disintegrate if you fucked a mummy, I think. 
Anyhow, um... I mean, it would be fun to fuck someone who's not going to complain the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> they have sex robots now. That's true. That's true. But All then right. they're going to, like, with AI, they're going to start talking now, too. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's like right. in the movie Her, when the operating system just, like, starts talking to him and leaves him. <laughs> the sex robot's <laughs> like, you're not doing it for me anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to tonight. My, so my kids, we, we read. Um, Not to kill a mockingbird again. No, we read all of uh, the third third book in the Harry Potter series, Prisoner of Azkaban. And uh, nice. And each each time we get through a book, they get a special treat to be able to watch a movie in the middle of the week. So tonight we're gonna watch the movie. Human centipede. <laughs> um. So we're gonna watch. Has anybody seen that movie? What movie? Prisoner of Azkaban, the third Harry Potter movie? No, I haven't. No. That's the last, it's the last one I watched, but it was so long ago, I don't remember. It was, it was good, though. I remember I saw it in the movie theater. I mean, you know, Dan always talks about, my God, the eyes of a child, the things, like, like some old hack storyline or whatever it is. I mean, they've never, when you've never heard it before, it is just the most amazing thing to them, you know? I mean, like, what, what gives us that kind of thrill anymore? Nothing. There's nothing I haven't heard or seen. Finish list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't find a new piece of music that affects you like it did when you were a teenager. You can't find a new mate. You can't find anything. It's just at a certain age, it's just all reruns. Yeah, maybe yeah. just because once your brain is mature, it's not as exciting or something. Like when you're young, it's your brain is like a sponge, so it's like things are more exciting back then. Because it's true, everybody thinks the best music is from when they were a kid or a teenager, yeah. right? But it's novelty. Novelty is huge. And once, <laughs> I mean, I think the only thing that really can get you as when you get older is like taking a trip somewhere, you know, like you've never, someplace you've never been getting yeah. away. And I notice if I take a vacation somewhere I've never been, uh, that week seems to take longer than this whole, uh, uh, lockdown is taken, you know, yep. the novel right. does, does help. Otherwise it's just the same shit repackaged over and over. But well, people love nostalgia too. People love yeah. living in the past. I like nostalgia. Look, why are you shaking your head no, Periel? Because I, I mean, that's sort of depressing. Oh, it was a no, like, I agree with you, but tsk, tsk, that's really sad. I don't know if I agree with you. I like to think that, like, I still get really excited about stuff. Well, you're young. Yeah, you need uh, a new hobby, Noam. Learn a new instrument, learn how to fly a helicopter or something. Mix it up. And I and I don't even know if that's true. I see you get really excited about you know you what, ideas or you know you read an article and then you get really excited about you know having a conversation with yeah, a little bit, but nothing nothing like I did when the when, you know when the latest Stevie Wonder album came out in 1976. But you know, uh, <laughs> uh, but but uh, I do get excited about my kids because um, but it's the same thing with your kids when your old your oldest kid everything they do it's amazing you see it for the first time you know. And, right. all that stuff. and then by the time you're on your third kid, you're still, you're still into it, but it's just not, even that's not the same. You're like, like oh, wait. you're walking now. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you got to do, Noam? You got to fuck Kevin Brennan's wife. That's new. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just kidding about the, that, that Kevin Brennan thing, by the <laughs> way. <laughs> talk about uh, the accusation that Rose McGowan made against Bill Maher. Wait, I what? Yeah, I didn't so hear. what? I got, go ahead. What, tell her, man. what happened? Well, Rose McGowan says Bill Maher, when she was young and she was on Politically Incorrect 800 years ago, I guess back in the 90s, he leaned over to her and according to Rose, he said, "God, uh, my parents gave me a bad face, but a good cock or something like that. Huge cock. 
it seems like something he would say. What's the big, a bad line. A terrible thing? He doesn't eat meat, but he's got a big one. Well, he's <laughs> upset about that. It's certainly not very gracious to do to somebody that you don't know that's on your TV show. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not saying it doesn't make him a like. It's it's not vulgar. I'm like, but this is like a traumatic. It's not criminal, no. But did he touch yeah. her? Did he try to get her in bed? Did he do anything? He you know, he was, it was disgusting. She can. She's from. I mean, come on now. They. They. I think. You know, when they when they mix in that with Weinstein and Cosby, they just, it they just it. undercut themselves. Like you don't need. Yeah, shut up about Bill Maher. Get stick to stick to the important stuff. Well, I think I know I'm going to get in trouble for this, but I think uh, the same with like we were talking about women post pics for attention. This is a good way to get attention. Anything scandalous now is great for attention. Yeah. I mean, I'm not defending Bill Maher. If somebody said that to my daughter, I'd be pissed, but I wouldn't be as pissed as if he gave her a drug and raped her. I mean, you know, it's like, that's not quite the same thing. He well, said it while they were alive on air. Is oh, that what you're no. saying? He whispered in her ear. He was she coming on to her. First of all, she claimed he said it. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. Um, it sounds like him. It, it could well be. I mean, you know, does that ever work? I mean, Lindsay, Lindsay apparently is a huge fan of huge <laughs> I was going to say that, like, everybody's line is different. I want to hear Periel's, uh, you know, take on this. Because I've had people be like, I've been, when I was, like, at open mics, I've had a guy be like, you know, I jerked off to your photos. And I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm going I'm to answer it for everybody. And then, and then Lindsay will tell me I'm right. Even Periel might agree. It doesn't work. It, it, what it does is if you're already talking to a girl who's thinking about fucking you, it will turn her on. If it will not, it will not turn a girl who find, who does has no interest in you. But if she's kind of, you're like flirting. If you're kind of into each other, if there's, if there's little, if there's electricity in the air, and you whisper in her ear, "I have a huge cock," yeah, she, she that will turn her on. I'll say I think it would depend on the girl, like me, yes. But other girls might be turned off by that because it might be too vulgar for them. But you know but what I, I mean. Will, I'll tell you this: there was there was an ugly faced guy. There was an ugly faced guy uh, who yeah, had. There was yeah, I know. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Um, who what had ugly faced guy? Go ahead. It, it was rumored he had a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm trying to think of one. Uh, I decided to check it out, and then it made me sick. Um, <laughs> no, but because it was a rumor that he had a big dick, I was like, yeah, I'll check it out. But my like, I had talked to another comic about it. And he literally started a group chat, a Facebook group chat between us. It was like, hey, Zach, Lindsay wants to see your dick. <laughs> and he sent me a picture. And then I was like, yeah, all right, I'll check it out. And I had sex with him. <laughs> the best night of my life. Bill Maher may have calculated. But if he had calculated that they, that they were already uh, seriously flirting, then that might have been fine. Who the hell knows? You know, I, don't, I agree with words. you. I don't think saying that... I mean, first of all, what I was thinking before is if I had a dollar for every time, like, I heard something like that in the past, like, 20 years. Like, for, for every time Bill Maher whispered about his like, dick. I mean, who even remembers that? I don't know. I guess if, like, you're young and, you know, you're, you know, on, like, a huge show and that's a really big deal, like, that probably would be, could well, be upsetting. But Let's be clear, she didn't work for him. He's not in a position of power over her. Is they're, they're equals. She's a celebrity. He's a celebrity. It's one on one. He said something disgusting. This should not be caught up 
in a Me Too conversation, in my opinion. Yeah, I, how did she I say something disgusting to another dude too? But I also agree with what you said. Like, I don't think that that is ever going to like turn the tables. Like, you just go up to somebody, you're like, "Hey, I have a huge cock." It's like, "Oh, okay." He's not no, going to be canceled is, because of it. You know, and I got to go, you know, when Irony is like, if you tell a story about like, I was in the men's room and this guy came to me and he told me, he, he told me I thought I was really hot and I, and I, and I got really mad and I punched, he said, why are you being so homophobic, dude? Like they'll immediately take the side. Right. Um, they will, right? They'll take the side. Like you, you shouldn't get mad just because a guy wants to fuck you. Well, it doesn't have to get violent immediately, but no guy should be like looking at your dick while you're at the urinal. That's like. But if Rose McGowan slapped Bill Maher for saying that, he'd be like, you go, girl. Didn't George Michael get arrested for that? Yeah, he did. But did, it just depends how is she portraying it? Because did she like come out with like a big article like, so, or was she just like stating it like it just came out randomly like on a show or something? Um, yeah, that's a good, that's a very good point. I do that's want a good to, point. I'll tell you right now. I do want to address what Noam said because this is the kind of thing that Noam's going to come back in five minutes and say, I just want to say <laughs> one of the Noam's walk, famous walkbacks. So let's address it now. <laughs> What's that? That uh, if, if a gay man said to a, a man that he didn't know or barely knew something on the order of I got a really big cock, you should, you know, try it out. And you were disgusted by it. I, I don't think people would be defending that gay man. And yeah, I think they will. I don't, look, I never care. I mean, I wouldn't care if somebody said something like that to me. But yeah, people will say to the dude, I've known people who like really like get crazy when some gay guy says something suggestive to them. A suggestive is one thing, but like I, that level, you know. I have a big cock? Somebody you barely know would be, yeah, would be a little bit, it would be a little bit. Uh, it's it's sexual harassment in the workplace. However, uh, the workplace is different. Said, oh, because she's because she's on the show. It I depends don't. on where you work, though, right? That said, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a man woman thing because I've had older drunk women grab my ass on the way to the cellar stage, and I go, I wow. But exactly. if that happened to a woman by a dude, it'd be a whole different ballgame. Well, obviously. Right, like if a woman went up to you and was like, I have a really big vagina. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say, let me see it. Well, I've heard of comics telling me, like this one comic told me uh, at the Hollywood Improv that a woman just lifted her dress up and showed him her vagina and was like, you down? And he was like, okay. <laughs> well, obviously, look. when we Chuckle talk fuckers, about they call them. Yeah, I love them. Obviously, men... Women can get away with things men can't get away with. We accept that w women can hit cops, for goodness sakes. And the, the <laughs> and the cop would just be like, no, calm down, ma'am. I hear Yes, you. but men have been getting away with things that women can't get away with for centuries. So. Absolutely. Bill Maher, uh, so here's the whole thing. Rose McGowan, Bill Maher, here's a memory I'd like to share with you. I bet you don't remember, but I sure do. I was so excited to be on your show and get to flex my mind instead of my face. Here's what happened. All I can say, Bill... You've got the face you deserved. I was on your show, Politically Incorrect in the 90s. As the show returned from a commercial break, you leaned over to me and whispered in my ear, my parents didn't give me a good face, but they did give me a huge cock. I could feel your hot breath on my ear as an image of both your hideous face and alleged big cock flashed in my mind. Both turned my stomach. I've always wondered what you say and do to the girls that aren't famous. Huh. I mean, it's kind of, that's a good put down, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think it's like, I don't think it's damning and I think it's, you know. I think it's genius because now the whole world knows about the big cock. 
Uh, you know. there, really, she's his wing woman. Yeah, yeah, it was all an elaborate ruse. It took years. They're, they're texting about it. That. Yeah, I mean that's like in pretty poor taste, isn't it? Of well, like course. I, said, I think it's something you say when you think you have a have a vibe going on with a girl, and and you some guys miscalculate that stuff. Well, yeah, that's the problem is that if a girl makes eye contact with a dude, he right. thinks that she wants to fuck them, and it's like, no, I'm actually just being respectful and like talking to you like a regular human. Yeah. yeah well, well, that may be it. Maybe he felt he perceived a certain flirtation. People think that I'm flirting with them all the time, and it's just because I actually engage and listen to people. I thought you so, were flirting with me when you did the show last time. Did you really? No. <laughs> <laughs> I might have been. <laughs> I thought you were. <laughs> uh, I got. I got to go. Part of Lindsay's stock and trade is, and many people stock and trade is to. Uh, let you think that they're flirting with you because that's good for business. Certainly, I literally, I got you guys should go on without me. I have to go. Pardon? Bye. I got you. Bye. <laughs> yeah. No, I got you for this yesterday because I posted OnlyFans because you're OnlyFans and I will never fuck you. And all these people got so mad about it. Well, I don't think that's good for business, though, Lindsay. I think you want that's what that's. That's what people were saying, but I feel like anybody who actually pays for my OnlyFans knows that I'm like obviously making a joke, and uh, they still have hope. You got to keep that hope. I mean, uh, I think yes, the illusion. The it's illusion. like a waitress. Same thing. I think being even being a waitress, <laughs> you want. I think that's true. I think you know you you know you fake you'll, it. You'll get a bigger tip if 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 the customer thinks that you know maybe maybe there's a chance or that you like her or something like that. Right. Just Anyway, you know what the problem is, though, is that that sort of mentality leaks into our lives no matter what we do for work. Yep. Here, here. I'm too bad Noam's not on here to argue that with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's true. I mean, everything is like that. As a comic, I get off stage, people go, hey, why aren't you being funny? I'm like, I'm taking a shift. What do you want from me? Like, leave me alone. You know, they never end. Yeah. Well, I always feel... Uh, guilt-ridden if I don't respond to a, a fan. Thankfully, I don't yeah. have that many of them, so it doesn't require a lot of time. But if somebody <laughs> writes to me, I really think you're funny, and I don't write back, and sometimes I'll get hostile if you don't write back. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't, yeah. mean, I didn't mean to, you know. The uh, problem is, too, I'll, be, I'll try to be nice, and when I have time, I'll like answer my DMs and stuff, but then if you answer them once, they think that you owe them their time, and then if you yeah. don't respond, then they become a real fucking asshole. It's like, I could have just kept a fan by not yeah. responding. But now because right. I responded once, they think I have the time to respond all the time or something, and then they get mad at me. Exactly. You can't win. Well, I think if you become very famous, you eventually just figure it out. I think it's like being a beautiful woman. Eventually, you figure out how to blow people off out of necessity, not because you're being mean, but because you have no choice. When you get hundreds of people coming at you, demanding your attention and your time, you have to figure out a way to blow people off. You know, I've seen that, yeah. Chris Rock. It's a problem. What? But Chris Rock, I've seen do it very effective. I mean, he'll just shut right down. But oh, he, yeah. You know, and he'll just cut you off at the knees, but he has no choice. He's being, the people are coming at him by the thousands. You have to eventually learn how to say, get lost. Yeah, I think that, that some people expect you to, because some people think that I don't see all my DMs and I don't see all of them, but like, or they, they think, oh, I, you don't see all these comments. You'll probably never see this or you, you'll probably never respond. So then I'll respond and try to make their day or whatever. But it's also an issue that people think that celebrities don't see their comments. So they say all this fucked up shit that actually hurts you. And then 
They're like, oh, it doesn't matter. This isn't a real person. They're never going to see this. They forget that people are real people. Right. Yes. That being said, could you hit me back? <laughs> not only are they real people, but you're, in <laughs> business, you're insecure people in all likelihood. Sure. Do, you get, do you get a lot of like girls in your DMs, Mark? Oh, yeah, yeah. You didn't yeah. ask me that question. And dudes. <laughs> gay dudes? More gay guy. I get so many dicks and, like, ab muscles and butts and the things I'd do to your balls and I'd suck you dry, all this shit. Wow. <laughs> I find it flattering. I, I think it's nice. I just wow. I give it a favorite and I move on. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they think you're gay. Dan, do you get dick pics? Well, it hurts to hear that because I don't get nary a ball in my um, I'll send you one, Danny. Well, no, thank you, but um, <laughs> it, it is a little bit hurtful now that I realize that, uh, that balls are being sent around so liberally. Okay, here's a question I have because I... I like I used to joke that like nobody had nobody's sending unwanted or unsolicited pussy pics, but I feel like that's not true anymore. Oh, they're they're out there. Yeah, so I've you get pussy pics too. I've gotten a pussy. I've gotten a few breasts over the years, but it's over the years. I mean, you know, you have to go back, and you there be a couple, but it's very. I, I me and Mark, uh, we live in different universes. A sexual universe. <laughs> It might be a generational thing because I'm more social media y than you, also. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but um, you got a great head of hair, you have very cute eyebrows. Well, I do have a I haven't had a haircut since lockdown. And Same. One Slow down, Mark. You're going to have another dick pic in your DM after this. <laughs> anyway, um, I'll take it. We'll wrap this up. Uh, I guess we've been on about an hour 20. Um, Mark, oh, geez. we can, uh, anybody can find it. It's, it's uh, Out to Lunch. It's on YouTube, right? Simply on YouTube, simply search Out to Lunch. Out to Lunch or my name. It'll pop right up. It's, and it's free, I gather. It's free. It's right there. You can stream it. You can pause it. You can watch it. it it's uh, almost up to half a million views. So we're, we're cooking right along wow, here. Wow, that's amazing. It's Thank free. you. I worked, worked really hard on it. It's a... Uh, Many years work going on the road doing hell gigs, and it finally <laughs> is on the screen for anybody to enjoy. So Where take a look. Uh, my feeling, LA. LA. my feeling is the next one's going to cost you, but this yeah. one. Is, but um, Lindsay Jennings, uh, for uh, your fans or for people that want to become your fans, and please note she won't fuck you, but. <laughs> you there's a chance. There's a chance, but um, you got to leave that chance. It's like that Dumb and Dumber when you said, "Like I wouldn't date you in a minute." Like I there's a <laughs> chance I'd go out, and she said, and he said, "Oh, there's a chance. You got to leave right. that chance, or they just not. It's gonna be very hard to get off to a woman where you think there's just completely no chance at all." So, yeah, no, there's a slim chance if you have a big dick, but uh, it's. <laughs> At Lindsay Jennings with a Z, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-J-E-N-N-I-N-G-Z, and OnlyFans.com slash Lindsay Jennings, same spelling. And your OnlyFans, wait, wait how do you get to your OnlyFans? <laughs> oh, I'm writing this down. Um, actually, I did take a look at one of your um, videos once. But uh, what, do you, what do you mean? Well, I just, I, I, I like pay for one of your videos. You d How? Through OnlyFans. 
So you're a subscriber? No, no, I just did one and then I unsubscribed. I just like paid Shut whatever, like, 10 bucks and got the video and then I didn't want to, I, I hate, I hate when you have to pay every month. I hate that. So, so you subscribed for a month. I, yeah, but I immediately like said cancel, canceled. canceled immediately because I just, I don't want it floating over me that I got this thing I got to cancel. So you just saved all the pictures from that month and that's no, what I you just, I, just, I didn't save anything. I just watched a video or two. I enjoyed it. And we'll leave it at that. Um, well, thank you, Dan. <laughs> Thanks for the five dollars, Dan. <laughs> was. Enjoy. It. Thank you. Um, Bye, Mark. Thank you. Okay, everybody. So, uh, podcast at comedycellar.com is our email for comments, suggestions, and compliments. And buy Periel's book on my knees. Hey. Um, you can follow us at, at Live from the Table on Instagram. Okay. Wait a minute. I think that's Kaepernick's book. <laughs> All right, I'll see you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>